Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again, folks, broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from atop Old Smokey. It's Ben, the king of wiener slingers, with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association, Ben'sCarts.com, Whiskey by the Jug and Donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. Howdy, howdy. We are live and raring to go. I've got Rob, I think, on the line. How are you tonight, Rob? Hello, folks. Just sitting here drinking some lemonade cup of my cat. <laughs> Did the cat get in the lemonade tonight? He was uh, licking the lemons. I wasn't happy. <laughs> well, I wanted to um, tell you all about something new in case you haven't heard on the Learn Hot Dogs blog I posted up, I think yesterday, day before, um, about a financing source that contacted me um, and they wanted me to kind of do a soft opening for them. They wanted to put out the information about what they're going to be providing, and then um, have people respond to a special email address, which they are taking down, and they're kind of getting a feel for how many people would be interested in this type of thing. I told them, I said, you know, you've picked the right place. We've got a lot of listeners and a lot of people on Facebook and the blog that would be interested in something like this, especially new vendors who haven't got started yet and are trying to gather the funds. What this company is going to do is it's not a typical finance company, so it's not this long, drawn-out process. It's it's fairly simple. They'll look at your credit to make sure you know, you're not wanted in three countries, and then they will um, buy a cart for you. They will provide you with logos, branding, all kinds of stuff, website, you name it. It's kind of a hold-your-hands course. And that way you can get your licensing done, you can um, skip a few steps because they've done them for you, and you'll be able to have a cart up and running on a short-term lease that you will either, and I'm not positive on this yet, but from what I understand, it will be like a dollar buyout. So at the end of the the term, you'll pay a dollar and it's yours. The... I'm excited about it um, on several aspects because I get called a lot. You know, we have a finance source at Ben'sCarts.com, and it's ABBA leasing. And we also can go through Nations Leasing or a number of others. But ABBA leasing has been the fairest I have found um, with our customers. Well, the, the, the deal is, though, is you still have to have pretty decent credit. And it's a pretty long process to go through the approval process. It's worth it if if that's your only choice. But... I didn't have that choice. I, I, I couldn't, you know, have, have financed a um, a cup of coffee um, at the point I was in, so it wouldn't have helped me the financing. This is going to be a lot easier, folks. And if you're 
on the edge or are getting ready or are ready and just haven't come up with the funds, this may be the answer. There's no commitment as far as by sending the email. If you'll go to that blog, you'll see it, and you can send them an email. I think it's called Hot Dog for You or Hot Hot Dog Cart for You. Um, at Gmail, I think is the just double check that because I'm I'm probably butchering it up. But either way, you are going to be able to um, once they officially open for business, they're going to take from the list that we've provided. So whoever has already sent in their names and and um, the state they're in and their phone number and email, um, you'll be first on the list. So go ahead and get on it. There, it's obviously a limited. Uh, not a limited time thing, but it's a limited funds thing. So they may be have the funds to do 300 people. So you'll want to be in that first 300. Otherwise, it'll be a waiting game till someone else um, finishes and they can start another run. So check into that. Somebody, oh, thanks, Brian, um, for just posting um, the link to the blog article. So if you're on the chat line, the link's there. If not, just go to learnhotdogs.com, and it's one of the last two or three um articles on there and if you have any questions during the show that i can answer about it i may not have covered everything i'll be happy to try to answer any i'm not privy to their their business their whole business thing so um i'm giving you what they've told me but i'm feel confident and here's another nice point about it is their current vendors so that this isn't somebody some banker somewhere that said i figured out a way i can make money off other people this is a a vendor who's done what Rob's talked about, what I talk about, and that's branching out your business. And we're going to talk more about that tonight, which is pretty cool. Now, if y'all didn't catch the blog article about outlaw dogs, that um, came to me, compliments of Rob, and I had never heard of them, but the gentleman is in North Carolina, and I don't know the county off the top of my head, but he has been fighting a legal battle because he doesn't um, feel that it's constitutional or that it, I guess, it infringes upon his constitutional rights to have free enterprise. And so he doesn't want a, a commissary, which none of us do. And I hope he wins. You know, it sounds like an uphill battle, but he did get a pretty sizable organization that, that all they do is lawyers to to protect your constitutional rights to defend him and to fight this legal battle. So if um, you want to throw any support his way, um, even calling the, the the organization that's helping him or um, getting on the guy's YouTube page and posting a comment, we hope to have him on the show at some point and kind of get some details and possibly this um, institute as well, get them on. Maybe they can answer some questions. Is there anything you want to add about that, Rob, that you you may know more than I do? I just read what you sent me. Uh, you know, I've, I've kind of told this story. It's been going on for a few years, actually. Um, I mean, at least at least a year or two. Um, it's, I think it started back in maybe 09, 010, maybe 10 or 11, 010. I don't know if I lost um, Rob or or I lost everybody, but I can't hear Rob at all. Um, I'm gonna if somebody on the chat line can hear me speaking. Can you hear me now? Me yeah, I can hear you now. Did yeah. you bump the mute? Sorry, but yeah, I hit the mute button back. <laughs> I didn't realize I muted myself. Um, anyway, I've been following this story for quite a while. I think it actually started maybe in 2010. It's been a few years old. 
Um, he literally got arrested. It's actually in Durham, North Carolina. I'm not sure the that's the city. I'm not sure of the county, but either way, uh, he actually got arrested um, for operating without a license, kind of thing. And anyway, it's been back and forth with him and the health department, local law enforcement, and everybody else up there. Um, but anyway, he uh, he's you know uh, does have this organization that's a North Carolina-based organization that. Um, Helps people, and they fight all kind of causes. But it's basically anything that uh, they feel like where your uh, constitutional rights uh, have been violated. And so it's an interesting uh, story. Um, you know, some people uh, say, "Hey, why don't you just go get a commissary or whatever?" But and I think actually now he may have a commissary because um, I read one story where he may have picked up and got a commissary now and was um, I don't want to say the word legit, but I guess that's lack of better words. Um, so, but I think he still wants to fight it. So that's kind of where they're at with all that. Well, that's, I, I wish him well. Um, it's probably not a fight I would have fought. Um, there's better ones I think that you could fight, but I'm glad there's people fighting these things. Um, I believe that most of these restrictions are unconstitutional. If you read it, which brings us to our next thing, the Institute for Justice, which we've talked about this on the show before, and... You can go over to the blog at LearnHotDogs.com, and in the right-hand corner is a search box, and you can type in, um, just type in justice, and don't hit enter or anything, and, and it will pull up the articles where we've spoken about the Institute for Justice. And I think that if if we would all get behind them and support them, even if it's only a dollar or two a month, whatever we can do, they go out and voluntarily defend vendor rights. And this week, for some reason, this past week, I, I have been deluged with um, stupid, stupid um, rules, hearing about just the stupidest, insane rules. The rules that are unconstitutional and have been shown to be unconstitutional have been to federal court and won, but it's like you got to fight them in each one, and you have to prove to them, okay, go to this go to the um, city attorney and say, hey, here's where this is already lost. Now, do you, do you want me to sue you, or do you want to take this before the city council and get this amended? Because it's an unconstitutional law or rule or code. So um, if we can all get behind them, Institute for Justice can be found online as well. I link to them. If you're fighting that dilemma and you've figured out a way around it for the time being, but you still would like to see it changed – Go to the blog again, and you will find a PDF on there, the Institute for Justice, prepared just for that. And it kind of educates your city officials about the benefits of having vendors, and it also goes a step further and tells them about the unconstitutionalness, if that's a word, of the codes that restrict vendors, these stupid time frame deals where vendors are only allowed to serve food um, for 15 minutes at a location, then they have to move on. The, those are definitely a violation of your constitutional rights. Hey, Ben, sir. I'm yeah. cutting in for two seconds here. Uh, sure. if, if, if I want to remind people it's election season, and the way you get results during election season is go talk to your local politicians that are running for office um, either um, that are looking for re-election and or people that are challenging them. If you think, uh, obviously you want to be on the winning side of this, but however, you can split, when I say you split the difference, 
and I've seen this before in politics because I've been involved with it in the past, and people play both sides of the fence of of a couple different um, uh, people running for office, whether it be county commissioner, city council, whatever the case may be, even on the state or the federal level. And one of the things that gets their attention, obviously, is money. So if you can make a donation and say, you know, go, don't give them the money at first. Just go and talk with them about your concerns and say, look, I understand you're running for re-election and or running for uh, the office, and tell them your concerns of why you want their attention, and see what their responses are, and voice your concerns, and then maybe as you get to know them, if you think they're uh, willing to help you and your cause, maybe you need to help them with their cause, and that's usually through money, donations, unfortunately. But that's the way politics works. But if you can usually get somebody on your side, um, a county commissioner or something that, that can be a voice for you, it's a lot stronger when instead of you going to the county commissioners or city council meetings uh, by yourself and nobody's on your side. So if you can have somebody that you know kind of brings up the issue for you on your behalf that's already in office, man, that's a, that's a huge advantage you have with you know things you're trying to look at getting changed or corrected or what you think is not right. So... Just a little word of advice. It is election season, and now is the time to get their attention. After election season, it's a little harder to get their attention because they're comfortable in their position, and nobody's challenging them and so forth. But now is the time to strike if you're really wanting to get somebody's attention about an issue with mobile food vending that you're having an issue with, um, that you're having a concern with or whatever. But definitely now is the time to do it. Um, Just to give a little word of advice there, since you're on the subject of city council and county commissioners and so forth. Well, the the fact is they get a lot of people in their ears and talking to them about, um, you know, different things and different needs for the community. Um, they rarely hear from vendors. And so just your voice may make a huge difference because it may be an unknown cause um, to them. They may have never heard there was an issue or a problem. Right. So it would definitely be... Um, wise to um, put your voice in. You can find your state representatives online fairly easy. Um, you don't even have to know your districts in most in most places. If you just um, call the main number, they can tell you. And I um, I've called them and and still try to get stuff done. But it takes it takes a voice of many a lot of times. So you may think your voice doesn't count, but it counts. And we'd love to um, have you doing it. The Let's see. I wanted to tell y'all about something I got sent called Bluegrass Food Truck Association. Um, it is in Kentucky, and hence the bluegrass part. And they have started an organization that is for food vendors, food um, trucks, food carts, and are working to... Um, change rules. They're doing what we were just talking about. And what they did is a bunch of vendors got together and started doing this. They could use your support. So if you are in Kentucky and would like to join a group that will help protect your rights and help um, help you be able to vend longer and better and in better places, and um, I, would, I would give them a call or get on their website. Their website is easy to find. It's bluegrassfoodtrucks.org. 
That's bluegrassfoodtrucks.org. I'll try to get it on the blog later, and you'll be able to link over to it. Um, I think they're too on Facebook. I'm not positive. I know they're on. Yeah, they're on Facebook. Bluegrass Food Truck Association is on Facebook, and they're also on Twitter. So on Twitter, it's BG Food Trucks. So if you could help out, if you're in the Kentucky um, state, it would be um, wonderful to team up with fellow vendors and help everyone out. Um, we have a caller on the line, and I'm going to pick it up just in case they were waiting to ask a question because I can see it's a North Carolina number. You are live on the radio. Did you have a question for us, or were you just listening in? Just listening in. Okay. Well, I'll put you back on hold. Um, it's no problem. It just had the little question flag up, so I, I, I didn't want to ignore you. The um, Rob, we have um, quite a bit to go over tonight, but I wanted to, um, to give some more news here because we've got some cool stuff coming. What are you waiting on? Get on the blog and earn some points for doing what you already do. And win big, like cool vendor stuff, and even a chance to win a brand new hot dog cart. Check it out at LearnHotDogs.com. That's LearnHotDogs.com. Well, we we have a pretty big show, but I've got some more news announcements and stuff that I wanted to get to. Mobile Food Vendor Association, MFVA. Um, it's mymfva.org is their web address, is a sponsor of the show. And um, Deb, I don't know if she's here tonight, but she's usually in the chat lines um, helping everybody out and answering questions. Um, she is fantastic. She's the director. And she um, informed me that the forum is back up. So if you've been waiting on the forum, the forum is back up. Brian, again, thank you for the link. That is awesome. You're a good man. Um the, so the form's back up, so if you've been waiting on that, you've been emailing Deb or been posting in the dog park, the forum is back up, and now y'all can chat there, and it won't get lost down a Facebook feed. You'll be able to have some categories. So if you do have a question, and if you don't care, always go – you can put it posted on Facebook, obviously, but if you'll go to the forum, what it's going to do is categorize these things. So that as these questions build up and as these answers build up, we'll all be able to find them easier, which will help us all. Um, so it's mymfva.org. And if you aren't a member yet, I was told that's coming soon, that the membership will be opened back up. They were changing website data. They were doing all kinds of stuff. But they did get the crap worked out, so they think they have gotten rid of these um, – I guess they're Autobot type things that go in and and plug garbage into your blogs or your uh, forums, and so they've protected that now. They upgraded the a uh, server software and um, got that done. So there's a lot of cool stuff coming there. And um, Brian just posted up the link to uh, Mobile Food Vendor Association. So if you haven't heard of it, didn't know about it. Be sure to check it out. Um, Brian, if you could also post a link for anybody that um, doesn't know about the dog park so they'll know where to find that. Um, now, let's see. I've got more. We have a winner, and I'm going to tell you all about the winner in a little bit for the points contest. If you don't know about the points contest over at LearnHotDogs.com blog, we have – 
you do what you already do. You go there, you read blogs, you post a comment, you tell people on Facebook, or you link it on Facebook, or you like it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and it earns you points. And every time you do something, just by visiting, gives you 100 points. And those points accumulate, and they got the system changed this week. So now there's this ongoing point system, so those don't go away. And the person that reaches a certain point level, like in one case, I think it's 20,000 points, you're entered to win the hot dog cart that Ben's Carts has given away at the end of the year, uh, well, in the month of December. Brand new hot dog cart. This will be a stainless steel cart. And... That'll be given away. We'll also there's also all kinds of other stuff going to be given away, and people can get access to that. Plus, we have the weekly winner, so it means whoever earned the most points during the week gets um, a special gift announced on the radio show from Ben's Carts, LearnHotDogs.com, a mobile food vendor association is now helping with that as well. So we've. It's it's kind of neat and it's helping vendors out. We we had a close race um, this past week on the blog and there were I mean they're within a hundred points each. There was seven or eight people within a hundred points each, so it was pretty neat. Now, um, Ben'sCarts.com. I have to tell you this: we are changing Ben'sCarts.com because we have had you know that site's been there I guess for over a year and or two and. There's some mobile devices that can't read it, and there's glitches for some different um, whatever web things you use, like Safari or Firefox or um, um, Windows or whatever you're using. So those, some of those have glitches where it won't work on certain pages or certain things on there, features on that site. So it's being redone, but I need your help. If you would like to be featured on the site with a picture of you and your cart, um, preferably holding my book, um, Hot Dog Save My Life. That would be wonderful. If you will email those to me, um, we're going to put them in a rotation type deal. And if you have a quote or anything you'd like to say, we will and keep them short. We will put those on there, and you'll be we'll have different vendors featured on the home page. And so I'm excited about that. And maybe you'll become famous. You could put your web address or your Facebook page link or whatever. Um, so it it kind of help us all. Um, I think that's almost it on my um, announcements. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I do have something just awesome surprise for y'all tonight um, that someone sent me in, and I'm going to try to play it so that y'all can hear it tonight. Um, it's funny. I hope you enjoy it, and we'll be getting to that at some point. Um, Rob, you, you already know what's going on there, and um, <laughs> we, it, it, it should be, it should be enjoyable. Um, I'm going to try not to pee in my pants, but go ahead. Well. Well, I've got four of them now, and uh, oh, I, 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 <coughs> the, some, one was real long, and so there's editing and stuff. But anyway, we've we've got some neat stuff. Um, so y'all hang on, and we'll um, we'll go from that. Let's see, Rob. Let's let's discuss um, locations. It's something I wanted to cover tonight. We get a lot of questions about it. and But hold on. Before I do that, there is a lady, and I'm glad, glad I remembered this, um, which surprises me. 
Um, Brian or or one of y'all from over there that posts a lot at Ben's Cart's Facebook page, um, somebody had a question for me, and I asked them to bring it up there on the show. I, I, I want to say it was Sandy, but it could have been Jess, and I'm not sure. Do we have Sandy and Jess? That jumped up on your string again. Did they? Did they? Um, did, 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 do we know if Sandy or Jess are in the chat line or listening tonight as they're listening? Um, they could, um, could um, feel free, feel free to call in. Call in. The number to call in is 424-258-9364. And, and, and make sure you hit the hit selection to talk to the host. That brings up the flag. flags, and we know you talk. Otherwise, otherwise, let you listen. listen. Can you hear me better? Better? Not really. You haven't cleared up yet. Like I said, usually, folks, it usually takes about 15 to 30 seconds, and it'll usually clear itself up. Uh, just a little technical difficulty up on the Smoky Mountains. Well, Jess and Sandy, how is it now, Rob? It's still a little staticky and echoey. Golly. I don't know if this feedback, it's it's Internet. Um yeah, I hear you, Mike. I, I hear it's messed up. I can hear myself perfect, so I sound perfect on my end. <laughs> now it's cleared up. Okay. Well, who we're looking for is Jess and Sandy. I wanted to, one, um, thank them for all the posting they do over at Ben's Clark's. Of course, there's a gob of them that post over there, and, and you know, Brian and, and Corky and um, Jolly, um, a ton of them. And anyway, I, I wanted to... Um, find out though if Jess and Sandy um, or one of those two people had a question, and I was going to cover it. And what I'll try to do while we're talking is go over and look through the questions so that we can cover it. And that way, if they're not on, they can go back and listen. Um, whoever's question it was, but that was one of them. Um, so let's get started on locations. What would you do, Rob, if you were just getting started and? Didn't have a location, didn't have an idea. Where would you go at this point? What would you do? Well, the first thing that I'm going to do is you've got to have some type of literature, uh, material, or business card that you can leave with someone. Most people don't just uh, all of a sudden give you an answer um, when you ask about a location, a potential location. So you need to do something pretty nice. And we've posted about my rack card that I do. Um, that's two-sided and it's glossy, it's thick paper, it gives all the details and so forth. But that's the first thing you need to do is, you know, put together some nice professional literature. Um, either that, a business card is fine. I prefer to have a little more information because some people, um, they'll listen to you at times. Sometimes they won't, maybe they're busy. But um, you need to make notes as you go around and, and talk to some people also. Um, of who you talk to and what time you talk to them as far as the, the date. So if you don't get an answer back and you still haven't found you a good location, you may want to call them back in the future and say, hey, I stopped by a couple weeks ago, want to follow up with you, that sort of thing. Um, now, in your, thing, while you're talking about your rack card, on the show notes there is a link at the bottom to the okay. blog post that has your rack cards right. and and so that people can see them. And I'm going to get another one up tonight. Mike sent me a copy of his rack card, and it's gorgeous. Um, I loved it, but I didn't have a chance to load it. So um, I'll get that on the blog as well, if he's okay with that. Yeah, I highly recommend people going to the expense of a rack card. Um, You can keep them on your card. Matter of fact, I gave out four the other, I think, last week. Some people came up and said, hey, do you do special events or 
you know, whatever. We do a fall festival year like like your setup. So people do come by and ask. Matter of fact, uh, one of the local drag strips, drag strips here in North Carolina, there's three or four of them. Somebody I think had a connection at one of those. Said, hey, we'd like maybe to have your cart at our you know drag strip on on race days. Um, so you know I had the rat card and that was he said, hey, this looks great. I appreciate it. You know, so anything that you can do that looks professional that uh, gives them some information. That's the first thing I would do. The other thing I would start doing is making a list of potential locations. Um, you know, write them down, either uh, generically write them down or uh, specific write them down. And what I mean by that, if you know where um, a certain uh, auto parts place is or junkyard type setup that you're wanting to go call and write it down. Um, and then uh, that way you don't forget. And because half the time, you know, you and you need to start looking in your yellow pages and just think about where in your area or even surrounding areas. You know, I live in a small community, and I have to travel to other towns to um, do business because it's very tough in my small town to to probably turn the kind of money I would like to turn on a hot dog cart. So don't think just right in your own backyard. Think maybe the next town over or uh, whatever. You know, kind of look at maybe a thirty. I you know, you don't get much past thirty-five, forty miles one way. Um, but you know, thirty-minute drive one way is reasonable if the money's right that you're making. So that's where I would get started uh, with just some groundwork. The other thing you may want to do is consider um, some type of uh, golf shirt uh, with maybe a company logo on it. You want to look professional when you go to these anybody you're going to call on for a potential um, location. The other thing that I recommend, when you write up your rack card, if you read mine, one of the things that I stress is you're providing a service. You're not out here. If you pre- if you present yourself in, hey, can I set up my card at your place, um, you know, you need to come out as in, hey, we run these promotions um, that people find, uh, you know, very attractive to their business, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you act like you're doing them a favor almost, not that they're getting ready to do you one. Um, doesn't mean they're not going to do you a favor. That's not what I mean because a lot of times if you're needing a spot, it is down to them helping you out with the lo- giving you the location. But we also want to give some value in what they're getting, not just doing you a favor but how it's going to benefit them. And you need to have a little spiel down of how it benefits them. And say, you know, we've shown in the past and, and you know, give a little fluff, but some of it is be very truthful in the fact that the information you've learned just by listening to the show or whatever that say, hey, what we found in research that these hot dog carts bring in extra revenue uh, because they bring in, um, they attract people to come in to your location, uh, and they, that turns into potential sales or whatever. So, you know, give them some background of why it's important uh, to possibly try a hot dog cart there at their location. But that's just some basics that, uh, you know, where I would get started with. I, um, I agree with you. There's... There, there's almost an endless supply of locations. When I started figuring out just how many locations there were, I, it was almost overwhelming because I wanted to try multiples. I went to Dollar General. I went to a um, salvage yard. I went to, um, and there's still somebody at this place because I, um, I let them have the location, but it was a place that supplies foliage, you know, like plants and trees and bushes and flowers, um, but a nursery, but they supply the mom-and-pop-type nurseries with plants. So they're a huge operation, and they sell to the public. And so there was 
all kinds of things that I had never considered as a potential location. And there's just bunches of them. Schools have tons and tons of events where the concessions are, are non-existent. So if you can hook up with the school or a summer camp or a daycare center or, 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 there's just the, – the list is endless for ways to find locations. If you heard Pocono on here a while back, he had talked about you know doing certain locations, and then, then he started getting these um, gigs, basically, these um, wedding-type deals, the bachelor parties. And um, my favorite that I've heard of is the Margaret – what is it? The Bloody Mary Breakfast. Bloody Mary and Breakfast. <laughs> let, me, let me touch on something about those events, because I learned something this week myself from a gentleman that I was actually helping, believe it or not, and he uh, was doing some research, and he what happened was uh, he came and, and worked my car, and he was deciding if he wanted to get into the business. He decided he did. Uh, I think he's purchased his car. He's going forward with everything. In the meantime, he got to bid at the large catering deal. It's about 400 people he's going to feed. And one of the things that – and he was on one of the blogs, and I was talking to him, and I said, look, I said, you know, it's going to be difficult to run off that cart. And in North Carolina, the rules state that you cannot do any kind of self-service. So he couldn't leave, like, mustard and ketchup and relish and stuff out for them to put on their own hot dogs. Just feed the lineup, if you will. Right. So he's to feed them, you know, one at a time and fix the dogs and hand it to them. So I thought, well, I said, best case scenario is, and also he was looking at some capacity issues, like bringing in some extra cookers to boil the hot dogs and so forth. And I said, look, you can't do it. you got to cook off the card according to what I understand. So I said, but your best bet is to check with your local health department because a lot of them go by their own set of what their interpretations of rules are and or I could be wrong. I don't know which one I was wrong or they just had a different interpretation, but my understanding is if he's not feeding individuals or he's seeking payment from individuals, it turns into, quote, unquote, catering. So then he was allowed to do a lot of things, like singles, you know, do the um, self-serve type stuff or do extra things that he wasn't normally going to do. And that's in North Carolina, which North Carolina is fairly strict. But that turned into catering all of a sudden, even though they were working off the cart, because he is in a, um, a commissary that still gives him the right to do some things in conjunction with the cart as well as that and not be in violation of anything. So I thought that was kind of neat. So if you come up with some of that, you may want to be able to broaden out maybe your menu or a lot of different things if your state or county is the same way where you now fall under catering if they're paying you one slum to feed X amount of people. So it's no longer just like a vending-type situation where you're feeding individuals and they pay you individually. So I thought that was kind of neat information because that can help a lot of vendors here in North Carolina. may help them otherwise uh, at other locations throughout the United States if they're similar. Um, be able to get maybe bigger gigs, better gigs, all kinds of things. Well, so one, of the things, of one of the things that um, – some vendors have have brought up, and Sandy had a good question this week over there on. Um, I, I think she posted it at the dog park and and on Ben's Cart's Facebook. There was, she said that she was getting a, a people that said, "Well, our insurance doesn't allow it," um, and usually that is just a, a a nice way of saying, "Let's just be friends." Um, right. You talking about when you're trying to get locations? 
Right. When you're trying to get a location and they tell you, well, our insurance doesn't allow that. Well, right. I think, you know, I, I posted something on their response about how it's kind of, you know, was, I was being facetious. But if if you posted or if you um, offered them to come in and give hot dogs away and $100 bills to every customer that walked out of their store with a receipt, no strings attached, they'd probably say, absolutely, please um, do it. Well, that's because it has nothing to do with their insurance. Um, I've I've owned stores. That's not in an insurance policy that I've ever seen. It could be or it could be company policy, but it's probably not an insurance policy issue. And what you have to do is change your approach. Because if you're getting that, you're essentially getting no's. You are getting no's. The only way to fix that is to change the wording, change the way you approach it. I talk about in my book and on my videos when I approach them. I say something to this effect. Hey, me and my wife have a hot dog cart, and we would, um, we're would we going to be in your area next week doing a birthday party, or we're going to be doing this area next week, and wanted to see how you'd like it if we set up next Tuesday or Wednesday and give them kind of two options. And then it's not a yes or no question, really. Um, they kind of are selecting between a Tuesday and Wednesday. They could still tell you no, but you've you've given it a good shot then, and it's easier for them to give you more information than saying, hey, we got a hot dog cart, and we wanted to come down here and serve hot dogs. That is going to get a no most all the time unless the business owner is savvy and he thinks that it's going to benefit him. And so the way to pitch this is that it's going to benefit them. And you can do that softly. You don't have to go in there and go give a big sales pitch like you're at a timeshare convention. But you can go in there and say, hey, um, my name's Ben. I've got a hot dog cart. We're licensed, insured, and bonded. We're going to be in your area next week. And wanted to see how you'd like it if we came by. I can probably do it Tuesday or Thursday and serve your customers and um, serve your employees and um I'll um I'll feed you lunch while you're here cuz I'd love for you to try my new chili or something to that effect. And now you've you've kind of walked in softer and it will be an easier pitch. What I have found is that as you build up these problems go away. It's like right now I know for a fact Rob is getting more offers to set up than he knows what to do with. And so right. You will get to the point where you're getting people calling you going, hey, I need you to do this auction. Hey, I've got a bar mitzvah. Hey, I've got a wedding. Hey, I've got a bachelor party. And pretty soon you're going, my gosh, I could have 25 carts and couldn't keep them all busy. And and so those are things to keep in mind and to be thinking about. Um, by the way, if you're a caller and you've selected the option to talk to us, I will flip over here in just a second, and I'll put you on a back line so nobody can hear you. And um, if you have a question, or I'll put you back on hold if you, you were just listening and hit the wrong button. Um, but don't think I'm ignoring you. I see you on there. Um, so that's what I would do with with approaching locations. If you have a good approach or something that's found that you have found good, it's going to be temporary because once you find one or two good locations – the search is over, and then you start meeting new people, and those people start talking about you. And if you can do, and I know I talk about this a lot, and I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but if you can 
help out your community with a donation, like go to a place and go, listen, I'll come and serve dogs for you if you'll just pay my cost, if you can't afford the cost yet. Once you can afford it and you go, listen, I'll come serve dogs to the Little League, let them raise money, I'll give them all the money. Well, you may be out of 100 bucks or 150 bucks. You will have earned so much goodwill that you, you'll be blown away with the people that call you. And that's when you need to already have your rack cards. That's when you need to already have your stuff. Um, Sandy, I don't. I know I jumped topics and subjects, but um, or I didn't. Yeah, I kind of got off the the main point. But I wanted you to know you're not the only one. I've gotten those same no's before. Um, I would try a different approach. Maybe not at the same place if you don't want to go back, but I would try a different approach. If you want me to help you, I will be happy to try it and see um, if I can do it. I don't like doing them over the phone. If any of y'all are trying to find locations or commissaries over the phone, stop. It doesn't work. It's like getting struck by lightning. It can happen, or the lottery. It can happen, probably won't to you. So don't use the phone to do that. Rob, can you um, go a little further into this? And I'm going to um, talk to some of these callers on the line and make sure that um, they're not yeah, holding. We're talking just about, we're talking about getting commissaries and locations over the phone or versus well, just, person? No, I'd, I'd rather see if you could talk about, a little more about locations as far as ways to approach them. Oh, absolutely. Um, in a soft, yeah. a soft way. Oh, yeah. Um, the other thing, too, guys, when you're looking at locations, um, you know, of course, Ben and there's some other videos that talk about different locations, and we'll go over some of those, too. But, um, you know, you may, uh, in your speech or even on your rack card, I just noticed it's not on mine, but that's, you know, I guess my fault. You may want to at least mention, hey, we're licensed and bonded um, and permitted through, you know, through the health department in your just brief introduction, you know, just so they get that out of the way. Because a lot of people, they're so worried about getting sued or some issues, um, you know, just, again, don't dwell on it. Just say, hey, you know, we're licensed and bonded, um, permitted through the health department, um, you know, so forth, uh, and, and just move on and then talk about, again, talk about the benefits of them uh, having you there. Um, that's the main thing. And do not call around and try to get these things on the phone. You need to um, be knocking on doors. And, you know, I've been at this six months. And believe it or not, I mean, I was a little bit lucky, I guess. Uh, but I've been in sales most of my life off and on, and so it does help. And one of the things, the first location I went to, was a, which was a bar, um, I, I went and said, hey, I'd be interested in doing a hot dog cart here. I know you all don't have food, blah, blah, blah. And the guy said, hey, I'm glad you stopped by. We were actually just talking about this not too awful long ago. And uh, so he made a couple phone calls, and sure enough, they were like, want me to set up that night. And I said, no, I can't set up tonight, but it'll I can definitely set up tomorrow. And that was kind of how it all started. And then, you know, while I had the little gig, that it was making okay money. It was making pretty good money. But then I started branching out and looking at other locations and, and possibilities. And then I got approached. By the local one of the local huge uh, big country radio stations that saw me at the bar, they ate off my cart before, and they were doing this big promotion. And all of a sudden, they wanted me to possibly go around with them on this promotional they do for like two or three months in the spring and summer. Um, you know, it's like Ben said, things started happening very quickly with the offers. Um, you know, a friend of mine said uh, that runs an auction company. He said, "Hey, I understand you got a hot dog cart. How about?" Um, can you set up at the um, auction we're getting ready to do, blah, blah, blah. So like I said, things just start rolling around pretty quickly once you get going. Um, I think a lot of people get frustrated with it. If, uh, you know, look at your whole approach. You know, even if you uh, can't do it yourself,
find somebody that can go with you that, that maybe is a better talker than you or something. You know, some people uh, just don't have the knack to do that. And if you have a cousin, a nephew, uh, a friend that uh, maybe is in sales or had been in sales or uh, whatever that maybe can do it a little better, just have them act like they're part of your company. Say, hey, you know, introduce themselves. If, they're, if they've ever had any experience in sales, they'll know how to wing it and get done with it. So that may be an option for you if you're just truly not good at sales. Um, I had a guy local here, he, he, he was talking about having a tough time finding a location. He said, every time I go to a business, they say no. And um, I, I think part of it is his presentation. I think part of it is a few other issues. And, and for somebody like that, I would recommend, hey, can you got somebody that can maybe help you, uh, that can go with you, that maybe you know, maybe a friend of yours, and just say, hey, I'm having a tough time getting um, whatever. Do some research. Maybe it's your pastor. If you have a church member or something that you know that's got a sales background, uh, think past if you can't get it done, get somebody to go with you for the day um, to help you out. And that's one option that you can look at if you're truly having that much trouble getting spots. It may be that you're uncomfortable doing it, and it shows, and you're not able to convey um, what you need to convey to them to get them to do it. And somebody with experience, maybe like, again, your, your pastor at your local church, or maybe your Sunday school teacher, maybe they you know sold cars or they did whatever, uh, approach them and say, hey, look, I'm having a tough time, I need some help. And and that's, you know, maybe they can help you, and they're willing to do that. So I don't know if Ben's come back on yet. Ben's yeah, back I'm, on? I'm back on, and we've got a... Um Two things to cover. First, I'm going to get somebody that's on the line holding. They've got a question for us out of North Carolina. Hey, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Rob and Ben. What can we do for you? Hey, Rob. Hi, Ben. What's going on tonight? Oh, not much. How are you? This is Brian. Um, I had a question. Actually, I've talked to you guys, I think, both, and you know that I'm going to be moving a winter operation, hopefully into a year-round thing down there in North Carolina. Now, up here in New Jersey, we are allowed to have our own depot. Um, it's built into my neighbor's shed on the backside of his property. Is that allowed, you know, down in North Carolina? Can you build your own commissary? Yes, you can. Um, and And I've talked to some people that have done it, and there's several of them over there that have done it. And but it, it requires the same type. There's a licensing procedure to get it done, but you can have you can definitely have one. Okay. If you're That's talking right. in North Carolina, yes. Uh, matter of fact, I looked into it. You're going to run. Can you just do it in your backyard? Probably not. I know one of the things that they talked about um, uh, here in my area because um, I was wanting to run multiple carts out of it. Um, or lease some space and so forth to offset whatever it was going to cost me um, to run the commissary uh, rent or what have you. And one of the things, oh, you're going to have to be on um, um, sewer system if you're going to do multiple carts and not a septic system. Um, so there may be some hang-ups here and there. It depends on your area. It depends on your inspector. But, yes, you can uh, start a commissary. Um, like doing it out of your home, even you know, if it's a separate building and all that, probably slim to none and slim left town yesterday. Um, but yeah. if you want to lease a small space and go through the hoops to create a commissary, the commissary, now you can't cook in the commissary, but you can prep and store. So you basically need some some, some real simple things that you can buy um, used because uh, you're going to have to have commercial NSF-style sinks and so forth. All that can be bought, used. There's tons of used restaurant supply houses in North Carolina, uh, I mean, between Charlotte, Greensboro, Raleigh, I mean, there's tons of them. Um, 
And, you know, there's obviously uh, Craigslist and stuff to find those, uh, but you, you need a sink, I'm trying to think, dry storage, uh, cold storage, a hand wash sink, and then, like I said, a three-bay sink for cleaning, and then some other things, and then you got to have a smooth, cleanable floor and some lighting, and that's pretty much it. There's not a whole lot to it. Um, yeah, Tennessee's even easier. You have to have a floor drain, a three-bay sink, and a hand wash sink. They don't right. really care if you have a fridge and a freezer. Um, I think you got to have the fridge and the freezer at this one, at least some facsimile of one. Uh, if you're going to, now you may can get the argument, hey, I'm not going to store any cold stuff here. This is just for cleanup. You might can get away with that. Again, talk to them. But yes, you can. That short answer to your question, yes, you can. And that's uh, you just got to go through the hoops to do it. Okay. And then I know talking to you guys were talking about, you know, with the uh, nonprofits and stuff like that. I had already talked to somebody down there in North Carolina. Uh, at one of the local grocery stores, about uh, leasing a cart to nonprofits, so that they could set up in front of the grocery stores and have a hot dog day. I talked to the, the health inspector and everything down there already too. So that's that's one thing I'm hoping to jump into, also, so that so when I order that new Ben's cart after I get down there, <laughs> that that'll be my that'll be my new lease cart. So, well, good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, something else for those that are looking at, at commissaries in different states. Right now, you know, because of the economy, and I don't know if y'all noticed, but the economy is really bad. Um, there is a lot of real estate um, for lease. There's old restaurants that have closed up. There's all kinds of stuff like that, and they're still there with everything you'd need to have a commissary. If you can work out with some other vendors or work out with a business owner to split it with him and you manage it. Um, it may be a way to find the property owner and go, hey, I know you've got this restaurant for lease. Um, we've got a bunch of vendors would like to lease it. It could bring in, you know, fifteen hundred a month. I'll split it with you. I'll manage it. I'll get it licensed. And there's things like that you could do without having to go build one. Rob, what were yeah, you going to tell me? Do what, man? You were going to say something a minute ago, and I, I think I walked on top of you. I'm trying to think what exactly I was. Oh, the nonprofits. Uh, he he mentioned nonprofits, which kind of jarred my memory. Um, I will say this: there's obviously ways around things. Sometimes um, you can create a nonprofit. Um, in North Carolina, nonprofits are allowed to work without a commissary, without a lot of things. Um, they can cook on Weber grills and whatever have you, uh, from my understanding of it. But you can only sell at two events a month. Well, in theory, if you – I don't know if that's events or just two weeks or two days. That's one thing you'd have to work out. But even if you wanted to work events only every two weeks, twice a month, that's, you know, fair. It depends on the size of event. Um, you know, you could create your own nonprofit and then give part of that proceeds to whoever, the Red Cross, I don't know, the Wounded Warrior Project, anything. So there are some issues. And, and I like your idea of maybe leasing a cart to nonprofits. Because that way they don't have to do anything at all. Uh, they just lease your cart, right. and they don't need um, commissaries or whatever, and that may be a great option for somebody like a Boy Scout troop or something like that um, or a local Civitan group or something or JCs that says, hey, let's set up a hot dog cart and sell hot dogs, um, and you can lease those carts. And Yeah, that's that's not a bad option to, to kind of well, target those people. That's the kind of thing I was thinking with, like, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts or something like that. I set up right in front of it. It's one of the food line uh, grocery stores down there in North Carolina, and you know, and it just say, yeah, you know, just it benefits the grocery store too because they'll probably come right inside and buy their 
you know, buy supplies. So right. right from you to be you, able to do it. Another option that may give you a little heads up, that gives you a little help, uh, is even uh, advertising with your local team, like rental places that rents like equipment, and have them do a little thing and say, I'll split it with you. If you, if you lease it um, for a day or a weekend or whatever, um, I'll, I'll keep the equipment, I'll keep it up to snuff, and, and you just, uh, I'll split it with you. I mean, half of nothing, half of something is better than nothing, you know what I'm saying? So uh, there's some exactly, options there. Exactly, yeah, good can, idea. Break out and um, let them uh, kind of advertise it for you at the local rental places uh, through maybe a, a poster or some type of uh, uh, people call and say, hey, you got uh, concession equipment. Yes, we got this, that, the other, we got a hot dog cart. Now, that doesn't mean the guy's not going to go see that it's a good idea and go buy his own hot dog cart, but it's one option to get going if you needed some help with, you know, getting your name out there and trying to lease it, but that's one option for you too. So, well, right, Brian, so I'll I, let you guys I think, to the show. Well, thank you for calling in, Brian, and um, um, you you raised some good points. If anybody else is listening to the show that would like to um, call in, or you can even type it into the chat line. Um, there's quite a few people over at the chat line. Y'all can ask a question, and we'll try to get it. Um, and just. Um, let us know. Oh, I thought I saw a question. Um, it wasn't a question. Well, that's um, that's there's so much to this, and if if we all work together and we stay in touch with each other through Facebook, through the blog, through the um, forum, we could form form a way for us to be able to help each other either. There's a lot of us in the same cities. There's a lot of us close enough that we could help each other with a commissary issue and things like that. I know there's some people around the country that are vendors that have started opening their own commissaries. You know, we had Biker Jim on recently, and he opened his own commissary, and he rents uh, – well, he doesn't do it anymore. He's got it full now. It's to capacity, but he was renting it out. You know, he, he offered it to some vendors, other vendors, to use it. Um I I think that we can um that we can help each other with this. There's there's a lot more to it and there's a lot that I don't know and that Rob doesn't know and and I learn stuff every day from people that call me because I get calls from people that may be asking me about a set of chip clips or a burner or a flame issue or something and then they have been vending 10 years, and they tell me something neat and interesting. So we've got a lot of neat stuff. I want to welcome everybody to the show. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio live every Tuesday night we've been doing it, and we've um, had a, a lot of fun with it and a lot of good guests. I want to um, go to a short break, and we'll be right back. Lose 10 pounds, grow your hair back, and start smelling better today. Just a few of the side effects from listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Well, see, there's proof right there. You heard it on the radio. Um, grow your hair back. And I, I think that um, I'm up to three now, so it's working for me. I'm going to say uh, it's if, working well for you. <laughs> if, I could, if I could get rid of the teenagers, I'd probably grow it all back. Um, the teenagers keep my hair um, slid down my back. The um, I um, is that nose hair? What is it? What kind of hair we're talking? <laughs> here? Ear hair, back hair, what? <laughs> yeah, I tell you what. <laughs> oh man. Well, I um, 
I don't know if we have any more questions on the line, but I want I want to discuss more locations because there's there's a lot of a lot of neat locations out there that people don't think about. The I I cover this in videos, and sometimes you think you've already said it, and and somebody hadn't heard it yet, and so we'll try to get to all this stuff. I've got some questions that people have emailed me or texted me today, and the goal is here is to I don't want to you know beat everything two or three times but we get so many new listeners it's hard not to do it and so if if you're out looking for a location don't think that you have to be married to that location there's locations out there that you could go work 7 days a week but there may be two or three good days there or there may be one good day a week at there you know at that location where it's not wise for you to work the whole week there or you're you know, even four days, you may want to spend two of those days at another location or searching for other locations. Once you are up and running, something that I did, and um, I don't really have to now, but in the beginning, my wife would run um, a bag of dogs somewhere, maybe down to the Chevy dealer and go, here, lunch is on us, and, you know, it may cost me five or ten bucks, but I just spread goodwill. And those types of things start paying off. I have done fishing tournaments. Rob, I don't know if you've done one of those, but I just showed up. I kind of did what Pocono did at the golf tournament. I just showed up. And um, what, did it, what was he saying? That it's better to ask for um, for forgiveness than, than to beg for permission. And so I just showed up at the tournament, and it ended up being a hit. They were having a fishing tournament, and... I showed up with my cart, started slinging dogs. It was crowds of people, and it worked out well for me. A lot of people had already brought their lunches and still came over and ate because which would you rather have, a fresh grilled hot dog or fresh hot dog or um, your bologna sandwich um, that's been sitting on ice all morning? So there's ideas like that. Rob, do you have anything um, off the top of your head of an idea or a way to um, kind of, what do they call it, referrals? Off of ideas, because sometimes somebody may tell you no, but they may go, yeah, but you know what? John has that, um, you know, every month, once a month, they get together and fly those model airplanes, and they'd love to have a vendor out there. There's two or three hundred people out there. Well, we have stuff like that in our area, and it works out well. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just got to look in your local newspaper. A lot of times they'll have stuff, uh, cruise ins. That's a good one. Uh, people haven't mentioned that a whole lot. If you look, there's usually in some town or near your town, there's what's called a cruise in. If people are not familiar with that term, it's where people, car collectors, cruise into a parking lot somewhere. And that could be like at an old Lowe's or, you know, a food line parking lot or a Walmart parking lot. They cruise in, and sometimes it's down on Main Street. Find out where they're going to be if there's a cruise in local. Um, and it's kind of like an impromptu car show and they do it like every Tuesday night or whatever. And you may want to go down and find out where they go to the cruise in at, at the location, and then scout it out and maybe see if you need to get permission from somebody. Maybe you could just set up on the sidewalk if your city allows it. Uh, check with the parking lot owners and say, hey, I know you do the big cruise in here. I think one thing that would help the cruise in, again, going back to you're doing them a favor attitude, and say, hey, if I could set up my hot cards, very small, doesn't take up a lot of space, um, that would add to the idea of people coming in here, you know, and doing it. Now, obviously, if they're setting up at the local Sonic, they may have a little problem with that. So you got to – usually these cruise-ins can bring in a lot of people. I'm talking, you know, 100, 150 people. 
and they're sitting there for quite a while and, you know, two or three hours. And, you know, if you're selling uh, hot dogs and chips and drinks, I mean, you, you might could do pretty good just in the chips and drinks alone. Um, but that's uh, something that I hadn't heard a lot of people mention. Well, I agree. Um, hey, I want to take a, a quick break, Rob, and, and cut to yeah, the Yeah, I've got to grab a phone call real quick, Ben, and I'll uh, let me grab this, and I'll get back here just shortly. Okay. Um, y'all, I'll be right back, and what I'm going to do is um, I want to cover something else that, that Rob's doing, and I was hoping that he didn't have a phone call so I could tell you. Uh, uh, I, I don't have a phone call. I thought I did. Sorry. Okay. Um, if you could cover, I wanted you to go into your stuff and um, and and tell people what you've been doing that that may help them. I'm sure um, it'll help the ones that are up and running. Right. Uh, one of the things that I have been experimenting with with my cart, and you know, everybody's looking to figure out how to generate revenue. This is obviously once you have a location. Um, but some of the things that I've looked at, um, and if somebody's been following me or following the blogs or following the radio show. You'll know that a few things I've been doing, um, like adding on to my cart. Again, check with your local uh, health department and make sure that you can uh, do some of the suggestions I'm giving you um, just to make sure. But a couple things I added to my cart was pretzels, the big New York-style pretzels. Um, they are allowed here in North Carolina. They are considered a bakery item. They, Even though they're not individually prepackaged wrapped, they're classified as a bakery item, and they can be sold on a hot dog cart. The other thing that I looked at was lemonade. And this is, of course, not my idea. I uh, knew a vendor here that I had frequented um, before I ever thought about getting a hot dog cart business, and he sold lemonade on his cart. And I thought, wow, that's a good idea. And I've always been amazed at lemonade um, because, A, it's got a huge appeal, similar to hot dogs, and the margins that you can charge for a fresh-squeezed glass of lemonade is pretty amazing. Um, you know, you get a big 32-ounce cup at a fair or a festival or what have you, and most of the time you're going to pay 3 4 $6, depends on the size. Um, so long story short is I wound up with um, doing lemonade this past two weeks. Uh, I went and bought the squeezer. Um, I bought uh, all the necessary accoutrements that go along with it, the shakers and what have you, and did a little research and did a little experimenting how to make the formula uh, as far as the correct mix, uh, as far as sugar to water ratios and lemons, how many lemons and all that, and did a little research on, online. And, um, wow, I can tell you that we had some, you know, 80-degree days in the past couple weeks here in North Carolina, and I'm going to tell you I turned days where I normally would have done about to 200, 225, into 250, 280, 290 days, $300 days, and it was because of lemonade. And so, you know, that's where I said I knew it was going to be big. Um, I do a 32-ounce cup for $3. I also offer flavors, and I didn't get crazy with the flavors. Um, you can get uh, different methods to adding flavors. Some people do a puree mix, if you're going to do like strawberry um, and you just buy the strawberries and puree it and then you just scoop it out and stick a couple spoonfuls in with the uh, lemonade. I wanted something real simple that was not uh, easily spoiled like a puree. You had to keep it cold and then this, that, and the other, and it doesn't last real long. Uh, I went with um, 
uh, syrups that you use for like ices or shaved ice. Um, there was a local company here in a neighboring town that sold them by the gallon. And I went with strawberry, uh, cherry, and blue raspberry. Anything blue, kids usually like a blue drink just kind of attracts them. So I wanted to do that. I went with clear cups because I wanted people to see it when the people walk off uh, with holding it. They're like, hey, man, that drink looks good. Um, but, wow, you know, I'm charging $3 for a 32-ounce and $4 for if you add a flavor. Um, and, and it's just been tremendous in the uh, response I've getting. I had a lady the other day, right when I was trying to close up, as a matter of fact, I was done selling um, the um, hot dogs because I had cut off my burners and everything. I was trying to get packed up, and the lady came up to the car, and she had um, four kids, and she ordered five lemonades at you know $3 a piece uh, for one of them and then $4 a piece for each of her kids. And, you know, again, that can take, uh, you know, you just added 20 some dollars pretty quickly to your end of a day or whatever. Uh, it's it just, it, it's amazing how quick uh, this thing took off. And I was like, wow, I just cannot believe how much money you can make in lemonade. So I suggest people look at that as an option. Uh, one of the things I will tell you is the squeezer situation. I paid uh, $160 for my squeezer. If you look online, you can find those squeezers by half price. Uh, that I paid for it. Uh, Does it work good, Ron? Does the one you have oh, work works, good? One, one I got works great. Um, it, uh, it, it's it's huge. It's big. It's heavy duty. It's designed for heavy duty use. Uh, you know, you can go out and buy just a simple little hand squeezer if you just want to give it a shot for a few days and see what you think. Um, you know, you know they make those little. I mean, you probably even get them at the local Walmart or you know hardware type store that would carry some uh, oddball kitchen stuff. But the, just the hand squeezer, um, little simple one. You might if you somebody just is kind of unsure if they want to do it or not, buy your hand squeezer and give it a shot and just see what you think, um, and then decide to step up and do the other. But I found the the good squeezers. They're going to run you about eighty bucks, including shipping on the, on the internet in different locations. So that's you know that's what you need to look at doing. But well, uh, yeah, I was, like I said, wow, I was just amazed at uh, the, the the response and 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 this is early summer and we're not in the summer yet. I mean, this is, is the beginning of spring and we're just now hitting 80 degrees and and these people are just all over this lemonade as, as an add-on. Um, and you know, it does slow your line down. I will say that it does slow your line down at times. You know, if people walk up five and six at a time, ten at a time, and, and somebody orders three hot dogs and two lemonades. It does slow your line down. However, in defense of that, if, if one thing Pocono and a few others talked about is, and, um, oh, good God, I hate when I forget a name, um, a biker Jim talked about just acknowledging the people that are there in line. I said, hey, folks, I'm sorry it's taking so long. Um, you know, just give me a couple minutes. I'll be right with you. I appreciate your patience. Just, again, a friend, hey, how you doing? Let them know that you're not ignoring them, uh, and that helps. Uh, and I, I took that word of advice from Biker Jim, and it does help. I always try acknowledging people that walk up, even if they're in line. Uh, say, hey, folks, I'll get with you in just a minute. I promise it's well worth the wait. Kind of pick with them something. But, um yeah, do that, and you know. But the thing about it is, though, you may be sitting there, and three or four people come up that are not ordering hot dogs that then order lemonade. And the only reason they're there is because they're wanted lemonade. So it does have its benefits and its disadvantages when it comes to slowing down your line. But it could be the sole item that they come up to the cart and saw that they wanted to buy. So it does have that. 
Well, you know what I loved, and I'm gonna. I told him I'd post your um, your pictures up on the blog, Rob, that you that you sent over sure. to me. I I think your your um, bottles just look kick butt. Those the it adds to the nostalgia of it, and I love the fact that it's the hand squeezed lemon. Um, right. Even though you're using that little mechanical device, it's still right in front of their eyes. You're cutting it open, and they get to see the juice that's fixing to go into their glass, and that is pretty neat. Um, I could see where if you got real busy, it'd be hard to do both, you know, the the hot dogs and the lemonade. But I guess if um, if you're that busy, you can get help. Well, yeah, I mean, just keep in mind, folks, if you're at, like, a festival or you're at a location that is notoriously – having long lines um, all the time, then then adding lemonade is a tough sell, I'll go ahead and tell you, because it is going to slow down your line uh, quite a bit at times. If this is a location that is just kind of sporadic, they're here, there, you have a little lunch rush maybe for 30 minutes or something, but, you know, it's a solid $300 day in about four hours, uh, and that's selling a hot dog for 275 type price. So you can do the math and roughly how many hot dogs that is and so forth. But if it's, you know, I've not run into an issue. Do I have a, a occasion here recently the past couple of weeks where I felt like I was taking a little long? Yes, but the more you do it, the more you can multitask on a card, I call it. Um, one of the things I will tell you that I do that's a little trick that I think speeds things up, if four people are just walk up, and I'll go ahead and ask them how many hot dogs each. And a lot of times they'll say, I want two with mustard chili. I say, just hang on one second. Let me get all the hot dog orders first. So the, the first person will say, I want two hot dogs. Okay, great. How many for you, ma'am? And she'll say one. And then you'll say, how many for you, sir? And they'll say two. And then you'll ask the last person. They'll say one. So you'll say, all right, so I need six total hot dogs or whatever the number is. And go ahead and start making six hot dogs at one time. Right. Because I wear gloves. And I don't want to change gloves and all that rigmarole and do money. So what I try doing is doing all the hot dogs for, say, three or four people that are standing there. Then I do the money last. And I usually try doing it the person who got there first gets the, the do the money transaction, get out of the way first. Uh, so you kind of got to keep up in your head who got there first. Then, okay, who was first? And then you finish up. But one of the tricks is go ahead and fixing three or four orders at a time uh, with the hot dogs and then maybe moving over to the lemonade. If you get a chance to do the lemonade first, it gives them a chance to sit there and sip on the lemonade while they're waiting on the hot dog. So that's another thing you got to look at, too. So, hey, if you don't mind, let me knock out these couple lemonades for these folks, and then I'll get everybody's order on the hot dogs. Again, while they're sitting there waiting on the hot dog, they don't mind as long as they got a nice, cool drink. Um, so those are some tricks you're going to pick up on your own uh, and kind of what works for you. If you can't multitask and you get a little confused and so forth, I don't take any orders as far as what they want on them. Once I get the number of hot dogs and have them laid out on my um, dog sled or whatever I'm using, then I go back to that person. Now, what do you want on your hot dogs, ma'am, or sir? And then start fixing them, then go to the next person. So what do you want on yours? And then I kind of do them that way. And that will help you speed things up by taking multiple orders at a time. Do you do that, Ben, or do you try doing just one order at a time? How do you normally handle that in, the, in a um, Well, I thought <laughs> bringing up bringing up multiple orders, 
I saw Stu do something that I will do in the future, um, and I think I mentioned it last show that where he's taking right. the index cards and going down the right. line while somebody's fixing. But if I'm by myself, which I prefer not to be, um, right. if it's packed, just because I'm always afraid I'm going to lose customers, make somebody mad, whatever, it is better to over-prepare. So, my, you know, I'm fortunate my wife will go with me, and she'll take money. Um, right. And it offers, you know, a a quick way to go to the bathroom, which is something one of the callers called in a little bit ago. We need to cover the um, bathroom issue in, in Washington State, so remind me about that. But right. I do, I do um, Rob, I try to get multiple orders at once. Um, I may say to the first you know, two people in line, um, what can I get you, what can I get you? And then if it's four dogs, I'll go ahead and lay those four out and get going. Um, right, exactly. When, when you're when you're doing those multiple orders, it is almost crucial to have a dog sled. You can find them online. We've got them over at our website, but you can find them about anywhere. I think there's some somebody sent me a special price that we posted on the blog that somebody found somewhere. But you can find um, good deals on those dog sleds. And my and recommendation, Ben, is two dog sleds. I've talked about this on other shows. It's important. I mentioned it again. I use it now. I'm using two dog sleds, one to make the hot dogs on, and then one to transfer them over to um, the people waiting. Right. Now, right. you know, I use it because the people waiting for the orders, if I'm doing three orders at a time, and I'll group them. You know, I'll say, and I'll put two hot dogs side by side and say, here's yours. Um, here's the ones with mustard chili, ma'am, for you. Here's the one for relish and mustard. Uh, this one doesn't have uh, ketchup, or this one does have ketchup, whatever. And then I'll lay them on the dog sled. So then as we're transacting the money, then the hot dogs are nice and neat and they're not falling over your table and they're sitting there in those uh, on the dog sled being waited. Uh, they're waiting for the customer to pick up and it's nice and neat. Um, but I use two dog sleds now and it works for taking multiple orders, either fixing them and or placing them down and say, here's your two, let me finish up these uh, two I've got waiting, and then you right. and then you do the money at the end. Um, wanna, some people may be in a hurry. Go ahead, Ben. I want to um, cover something that Stu's doing along those lines. That um, Now, here's an, a perfect example. Here's a kid that bought my book and um, and just got started two and a half months ago now and is rocking. I'm talking the other night he called me and over $6,000 he had made before 10 p.m., and he's open till 4 a.m., and he's actually busy for, through those times. Um, I did ask him what he made that day. And the following day when he called me, um, and he asked me not to say it on the radio because he's worried that, you know, um, that it would get crazy as far as he's worried that competition is going to move in on him, you know, during these last few weeks of spring break. But he's also worried that um, what to do with all this cash. You know, there's a lot of cash he's taken in. It's just it's phenomenal. I want to go to a short break, Rob, and then I want to come back and tell you real quick about something Stu's doing and then let y'all give you all an update on what we're doing with the video with Stu. Um, and I know everybody's, you know, waiting on that, and I have been um, um, slow in getting it done, but I'll get it done. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. BuildACart.com. Hot dog. 
Dog Save My Life, the book from A to Z. It's everything you wanted to know about hot dog vending and even some stuff you don't. Available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Don't spend $100 when you can get even more for less than 30 bucks. Benscarts.com forward slash the book. You know what this means, folks? We have a winner. We have a winner for the point, and the winner is... Gotta love the build-up. Todd Champion is the winner of this week's point accumulation for sharing, posting, and doing all those good things. Um, there was a close run for um, for first place, like eight or nine people were within 100 points of each other. So we had like, um, I think there was a total of 11 people in second place, tied for second. So congratulations to Todd. Todd, all you have to do is email me, ben at benscarts.com, and email me your um, name, address, email, and I will... Um, send you out a brand new set of chip clips that'll hold 48 um, bags of chips or bags of cookies, whatever you're going to do. And um, I thank you for all your help and support on the blog for sharing because um, it's it's telling other people about it that that pulls this knowledge, you know, this this group of knowledge, this information all together, so we can help each other. So I wanted to tell you about Stu real quick and tell you I, I am getting the videos edited, so just um, bear with me. I, I, I took way too much video, and there's so much I want to put on there, and um, I don't want to bore you to tears, so I'm trying to get clips of good parts, basically. And um, and then I'm having to edit a gob for the profanity because you're dealing with drunk spring breakers and... Um, body parts falling out from time to time, and so I'm having to edit stuff so that I don't, um, you know, upload a, a porn video. Um, so that's what I'm working on. The other thing is I wanted to tell you, Stu uses the um, dog sled, Rob, kind of like what you were talking about, but I have always used the aluminum foil, um, yep. and I put the foil down. And, you know, you can just crease it into the dog sled and then lay your buns right. out. You can lay six buns out at once or whatever and, and then just start, you know, throwing your dogs on them and then start fixing them, which is the normal prog you know, the normal progression. Well, what he does, though, is once he gets those six or seven dogs done, um, he doesn't have foil under them. He's using um, nothing under them. Um, and then he takes and grabs two at a time and puts them in those... Like fry cups, yeah. You know the, boats, the yeah the, the boats. Call, uh, yeah, yeah, it's the, kind of a boat. Red, it's, red, red and white check boats. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. You see, little small restaurants put fries in it, yeah. and well, he it, it doesn't fit perfectly. His dogs hang think. over. You know the dogs hang over, but it man, it looks like a lot more food than you thought because you get this little butt boat and you got two dogs hanging out both sides of it and off the edges. And so he loads it down with that, hands you a stack of napkins, and hands it to you. And he's got a cool system, and I, I got good video of him doing that process, so y'all can see it and try it and and see what you think of it. Um, and that's where I'll leave it with Stu. Um, if you haven't heard about Stu, you'll go back to the you know go to the blog and you'll see the stories on Stu. The 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 kid is just blowing my mind, but I learned from him, which was pretty interesting. Um, 
you know, you would think that I was going to go there and teach him a few things, but he had been handling crowds, and he's got a knack for this business. He is just so good with customers, and he takes command, and he, he's just bam, bam, bam. He's methodical, and you wouldn't think that coming from a young feller, but he did it. Um, the Where were we, Rob? Where were we? Let's do this, Rob. This would be fun. I'm going to go ahead and... Um, play y'all something, and this will give us all a break, and um, at least Rob and I, we can um, grab a sip of bourbon or lemonade, um, as Rob calls it, and, uh, <laughs> and I want to yeah, play y'all something that, that this came from an anonymous source today, um, and I'm not, I hope you enjoy it. Yes, ma'am. I'm. I'm. This is Cleo Whaley. I'm trying to find out about me getting me a weenie cart licensed. Okay, you need to talk with um, David Littman, and he is not in the office right now. He's in the office between eight and nine in the morning. Let me put you through his voicemail. Yes, ma'am. Do, do you have somebody else that could just just go ahead and just send me one of them stickers so I can get get myself licensed? I, I gotta I gotta get this cart on the road so we can pay our bills. He's the only one that can do that for you. Hey, and that, and that, um, and and so you can't get me one of them stickers in the mail. No, no. I will tell you what. You have to be permitted through him to get a sticker. So say say he's the say he's the, you know, come to his demise or something. You mean nobody else could run run no businesses? Well, not they're not in the office during the day. They're out, they're out. In the field doing their jobs during the day. Oh, oh! Could you just, could you just patch me through to his um his um cell phone then? Hold on, just a moment. Hello. You have reached the desk of David Lippman, Environmental Health Plan Review. My office hours are eight. Please while I transfer your call. Yes, ma'am. This is Cleo Dosser. I'm trying to get me um, uh, my Winnie cart license, and and there's some old boy. He he never at work, and they said he just never at work. And she said she's gonna pass me through to his cell phone, and uh, I, I I got his voice recorder. Okay. Um. What's the department does he work at? Uh, well, him. He he's the um. I, I don't know who. What I'm trying to do is get me a sticker for my weenie cart so I can get to work. I got to pay some bills. Uh, okay, hold on a minute. You might need environmental help. Let me transfer you down there, okay? Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Environmental health, Lisa Bright. Yes, ma'am. Miss Lisa, this this here is Cleo Dosser again, and some some lady done told me she's gonna transfer me to, to um, some some man that never comes to work. Cell phone. I got some voice recorder stuff, and all I'm trying to do is get the Department of a Weenie Cart licensing, and so I can get my cart on the road. I understand that, but you have to talk to Mr. Whitman in order to do that, and he's out in the field, and we can't give out his cell phone number. Oh, yeah, do, do you know which? Eight, nine in the morning. All right. Do you know which field he's in, so I can I can check around. He is out working. I mean, I, I 
No, ma'am, I'm, I'm borrowing this cell phone from my granddaughter, and she'll she'll go anaphylactic. Some government highfalutin people be calling her on the cell phone. She'll think they're an IRS after me again, and I just um, I can't do that. Last time it took counseling for three months just to get her straightened back out. And so when when when's this fella gonna be in the office? Um, she ever He'll work? He'll be in the morning. He'll be in the morning about six thirty. About eight o'clock. About eight o'clock. So uh, what's he look like? I'll I'll, I'll find him. You can just come in and ask for it, and we will get you directed to him. Okay, okay, and uh, and so about eight o'clock in the morning, and hit and this feller's name again. I'm sorry, I just I didn't write David it down. David. Littman. Oh my goodness, is he American? Yes, he is. Okay, that doesn't sound American, to me. Littman, is he from them Littmans over in Kentucky? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't trust some Lippman people over in Kentucky. The boys took my my um, my Mountain Juice and didn't pay me for it, and I just I don't think I'm good. God, you got somebody else I could talk to? Not in the office right now. All right, all right. It's really stressing me out today. I, I'm gonna have to get into juice myself, and I promised Thelma I wouldn't do that anymore. Uh, crud. Well, I I guess uh. I guess I'll just come down there and, and see him. I just hope he he doesn't give me no lip. I don't, you know, them Lipmans they, they ain't got a good reputation around these parts. I'm sure he will work with you. Well, I thank you very much. I I hope you you have a good day. Um, thank you, Tina. I, I appreciate your time. Increase your sales, become a better vendor, and grow your business. Learn from other professionals and look cool while doing it. You can get it all from listening to HDVR, reading the blogs, and getting Ben's book, Hot Dogs Save My Life. Ben'sCarts.com forward slash book. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Well, we're back live, and I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, I don't know who sent that to me. I got it sent anonymous, Lee, and um, that wasn't his name. I meant anonymous Lee. And um, so hopefully he'll send me some more. Um, I know that um, he sent me four of them today, and, and we'll um, we'll see how it, how it turns out on some future shows, see if we can keep from getting arrested while we're doing it. Um, Rob. Are you there, Rob? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Well, oh, me. That's hilarious. That, that boy had her, her on the run, I think. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Hopefully he has some luck with him tomorrow. But anyway, we're, um, we need to um, discuss either some more locations or some card operations. Card operations, you know, I, I probably ought to, film some more it's like you run out of time um this time of year i'm taking calls all day long and so i don't get a lot of time to um to film the videos but i need to edit down some videos and and get y'all some videos up so you can see how other people are are doing things um i've got some trips planned um upcoming so that i will be able to give you some more i'm hoping to get down and see our little friend that was on the radio a while back um, the young man, um, real young man that was um, vending hot, you know, hot dogs by himself. Oh in yeah, front yeah, of his yeah. Dad's business. Um, 
Oh, good guy. What's the name? Um, again, I'm terrible with names. Um, yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head either. I've got a mind like a steel trap. Nothing gets in, nothing gets out. And so I would, you know, that's going to put me in the neck of the woods of quite a few other vendors um, on that, what is that, the west, yeah, west coast of Florida. And so I'll try to get by and see some of them that are vending and get some footage and maybe won't have to do as Noah, much editing. Noah, on Noah, 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 Noah. Noah, Noah's, I mean, Noah's I, I, hot dog arc. That's correct. I knew I would <laughs> think of it here. Uh, give me a minute. Uh, Good my job. Alzheimer's got cleared up for a second. <laughs> my medication, yeah. I it. it did better than mine. As soon as you said it, I remembered, though. So yeah. that's how it usually goes for me. It takes somebody saying it. So anyway, we've, we we honestly only have about 32 minutes left of the show. So if you have questions online, um, I know we cut up and, and joked around there a little bit, but um, I think it will make the show a little better. And um, yeah, I like that, Richard. How big a boy are you? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see if old Cleo can try that on one of them and, um, and see, if, see how he does. Anyway, Rob, let's um, – Let's talk some event-type locations that are just one-time deals. Some things – we talked to a vendor a few weeks ago that was on the show. I think it was Jason um, that talked – Jason, yeah, Jason White. He talked about doing – creating your own event um, and yeah, making there's all kind of, of options with the events. Um, most states, Ben, have some kind of uh, list. I know in North Carolina I can go in, punch in uh, North Carolina festivals in like Yahoo or Google or something like that. And usually that's either hosted by the actual state itself, uh, maybe on the state website, or it's an independent um, website that maybe somebody's created just kind of to be helpful uh, or what have you. Uh, also with flea markets, there's the same way. Um, uh, flea markets are a good option to set up. They... Um, and I actually dug around and found a website in my state that had a listing of, I don't know, you know, probably 50, 60 different uh, flea markets in my area. And mm-hmm. usually they list it by town, so it's easy to find and so forth. But, you know, that is an option for you. But, uh, you know, as far as finding some locations uh, festival-wise, um, you know, there's, I mean, I know in North Carolina especially, and I know in Tennessee there's probably a bunch too, um, there's just hundreds of festivals all over the place. And some of them are one day, some of them are, you know, weekend. Uh, I know there's one in Hillsville, Virginia that's huge. I mean, you're talking, in Hillsville, Virginia, you're probably looking at, I don't know, two or 300,000 people, and that's uh, kind of quoted on their website. I mean, there's a ton of people that show up at that thing, um, and it's like four days long. But, uh, uh, you know, festivals, fly-ins, uh, uh, air shows, that's another big one. Um Matter of fact, a friend of mine was talking about the hot dog people. Uh, he wasn't happy with the last air show he, uh, that he went to because of the hot dog people. He said, you need to go over there and set up because they were terrible or something. They, <laughs> they ran out of a lot of stuff like mustard and relish and sauerkraut and whatever he wanted. They didn't have and he wasn't too happy about it. But, uh, um, you know, there's all kinds of options like that, uh, uh, car shows, uh, what have you. The other thing, too, is some of the biker rallies, and I don't mean like the huge ones, but some of them have like poker runs, and they start at one place and end up somewhere else, and they usually for fundraisers at times, or sometimes it's just for fun. And, and they may be 200 bikes in these things. You know what I'm talking about, Ben? Y'all have those up in Tennessee, I'm sure you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, in fact, um, there's a bike group. shop right right over here in um, Maryville that 
they do once a month, and there's a vendor that shows up for that um, every right. month, and they love having him there because there's sometimes four or five hundred bikers show up to go over this patch of um, mountain called the Dragon, and all these bikers oh, show up there. Dragons, and I've been on the Dragon plenty of times. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm a bike guy, so I've been on the tail of the Dragon many times. Well, there you go. See, you... They have that, um, you know, down there in um, Towns and Maryville area, you've got that Harley shop, and um, they they do that. They have a vendor there and live music, and an exclusive vendor is a kick-butt spot. So that's another thing that you could be thinking about when you're looking at these uh, events. You know, we have a Bonnaroo, I think it's called, every year over here, and there was a vendor that went to that, um, and he sold out even with the... He had the truck there with him. Um, what's the um, Cisco or U.S. Foods? One of those trucks was parked there with his supplies, and they ran out. Um, if that gives you an idea of the volume you can do. So some of these events can be big, like Stu's situation. He really doesn't have to work for the next three years if he doesn't want. Not that he could support everybody. I'm saying three years because he's a full-time college student. So he he literally, you know, he's living on, on pennies. And so... But he's going to make enough at this event that if he needs fifteen, twenty thousand a year for the next three years, he's got that in the bag. Um, th- th- this has been way bigger than he ever dreamed. You know, I was thinking that he, the 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 boy would do, you know, forty to sixty thousand over the um, the six week deal, and it's going to be more like um, closer to twenty thousand a week probably, which uh, is just yeah, amazing. Yeah, Richard's making a steel cap is where that's at. Uh. Uh, Tales of Dragon. He posted on the uh, chat box here. Um, yep. One thing, yep. somebody asked me, and I live near a lake. Um, somebody asked me, do I set up down at the lake? Somebody asked me that question um, uh, that I just had a conversation one day, and, and I told them no, and that's something else that somebody may want to look at. Um, if you have access to a lake area, um, I've seen people take a hot dog cart and put it on a pontoon boat hard to put it on any other boat but a pontoon boat and a pontoon boat is basically two big huge uh some people's not familiar with boats but it's uh, uh two long elongated uh, aluminum tubes with a flat board and seats and all that and whatever that's the style it's not it's not fiberglass it's usually flat and i've seen these hot dog carts put literally right on the um uh, a boat and then they hang banners and so forth and put up their umbrella and they go set up at the uh, on the lake somewhere and they move around maybe or whatever. So that is an option for some people that maybe live near uh, a lake uh, or if they uh, have access to the boat. Or you could find, I know a lot of times lakes have public accesses, um, even some public parks. I know Lake Norman has a public park that a guy was set up uh, his hot dog cart in. They also and have Tillery, Tillery and Baden Lake over Tillery, there? Tillery, Baden, yeah, and a lot of them have public accesses. you got to be careful of that. Some of them are owned by, you know, the Wildlife Association people and all that, so a lot of them you just can't just go set up. You're, you'll, they'll run you off, but you can at least inquire around. There may be a marina that doesn't sell um, hot dogs, or they only sell drinks and chips and gas type thing. And if they may be willing to allow you to set up free of charge, as long as you don't sell anything but say the food items, say the hot. Well, dogs let me tell you. Food. Let me tell you this, Rob. While you're on that subject, um, don't be discouraged if you go up to a store and they have hot dogs on a roller grill. Um, right. Where Where Stewart is, they have, and you'll see in the videos, and you probably see it in the video that I already posted. 
is they have a huge hot dog sign on the side of the wall. The place has five roller grills inside. And the owner felt like he was going to make more off stew than he would off the dogs inside. And it was one less thing he had to restock during this this spring break season. So that don't be discouraged if you see that. Because if that guy's he knows his numbers and knows that he's only selling $30 worth of dogs a day. And, and you can come in and actually increase his business with people pulling over, getting gas, getting worms, getting crickets, whatever. Um, it's still worth asking. Sure. Um Absolutely. That's uh, yeah. Don't get discouraged at any locations. If you just you're looking, ah, oh, they already do this or already do that. You just never know. I mean, you might as well ask if you're there. Um, you know, again, they may say, well, you know, let's try it. And you know, I feel hot over here, but if you're willing to pay some rent, you know, what the one thing I was referring to with these local marinas that may not have anything, they may not charge you a nickel because they know if they're competing with a neighboring marina and they want to get people in because normally in in like gas stations normal gas stations they typically don't make a lot of money on the gas on lakes that's a different story they make pretty decent money on gas because they can charge a lot for it um they have some little higher insurances and stuff but overall they can charge four four fifty a gallon for gas and, and make decent on gas so they want those boats pulling in there and if the hot dog cart if they get word that hot dog cart's there and it can attract them um, to their location instead of the neighboring marina, and they say, oh, no, let's go over there. They got that good hot dog cart. They know that's a plus for them, and that's a good chance that they may would use you uh, free of charge, if, if nothing more, just for advertising purposes, um, that the hot dog cart's there and they get more, uh, you know, boat traffic. Um, so that's one other, you know, one location we've not talked about is if you're near a lake, look around some different areas. Um, you know, I know one of the marinas here uh, at Lake Norman actually invited the hot dog cart um, free of charge. Uh, they said, hey, we, and that was the reason. They wanted people to know that the hot dog cart was there, and they approached him, and they said, hey, would you leave? And I think he was setting up at the public park and paying a little bit of money um, to the county or city or whatever, the lake association. And when he got approached by the marina, and they said, hey, will you come over to our marina and set up? We won't charge you a thing. We'd just like you to be there. Uh, you pay it right here, you know, you sign or whatever it was, a couple hundred a month. Yeah, we won't charge you a thing. You just come over and set up. Uh, and they wanted that to draw traffic. So, again, look at some options um, if you've got a lake or, or a beach or whatever nearby, uh, but definitely a lake. Hey, Rob, we've got a question online. Um, Sandy, Sandy's got some good questions, and she was talking about how to how to be polite and to someone that wants to sit there and talk like you're doing a line and you're busy and maybe you got four or five people in the line or eight or ten people in the line and you got you know jeb or whatever comes up and goes hey i ain't seen you in forever where where you get these dogs how much you making on your cart and without being rude to get rid of him um have you had that situation rob uh you know if if, uh, yes i have um, a lot of times what I will do is um, uh, a couple different things. One, I pretend I'm on the phone. I'll say, oh, hang on a minute, let me grab this phone, um, but still take the orders and start jabbering to yourself while you're making the orders and just kind of ignore them and tune them out uh, until you at least get people through the line um, and then, you know, whatever. So that's, I mean, use the cell phone because most people say, oh, it's on vibrate or something or whatever and say, hey, i got to take this call. Sorry, I'll, you know, finish up these orders. And I'll talk to you a little while. You know, say I'll talk to you back and come back in a little while. I'll talk to you when I get a second. Uh, you know, that simple little thing usually gets them gone. Um, you're going to have people all the time inquire about hot dog carts. 
um, hey, how many, I had a guy uh, walk up to the car just last week, and him and his wife, I guess him and his wife, him and a lady, and said, uh, hey, hey, I don't want to buy anything because I, I was sitting down at the time, and I got up. He said, hey, I don't want to buy anything. I had a few questions for you. Well, I knew where this was going. And it's like, right. you know, of course, in your mind, you're thinking, dude, you can't pay two fifty for a, bu- a hot dog or, you know, whatever, two seventy five for a hot dog, and then at least ask how to take business from me. I mean, come on. Um, I have a little coos about you. But uh, you're going to get all kinds of people. I mean, they're going to people go, hey, I bet you're making big bank and this, that, and the other. Hey, how do you get started in this? Or where did you buy your car? You're going to get all those questions. Um, I think everybody um, – at one time, had probably thought about getting into the cart business. You know, they ate off one or something, and they said, hey, that'd be a pretty good business to be in. I think everybody's at least thought about being in the hot dog business at one time or another. Um, so when they do see somebody and, and they like your outfit and they just, and they see your whole rig, and they'll, they'll ask questions. And there's just you just have to be nice. Uh, again, if you can use stall tactics or say, hey, I'll have to talk to you short later, uh, you're a little bit busy, I don't mean to be rude. You always say, I don't mean to be rude or anything, I uh, appreciate your questions, or hey, I'll be glad to answer them later or something, they'll walk off normally. Uh, that's the way I handle it. And sometimes if, if you, depends on where you're at, you know, at the bar and I'm dealing with drunks, a lot of times I'm just rude back. Hey, bud, move along. I'm tired of talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was something I was impressed with Stuart. Is he did the same thing? He was he was almost forceful, like a you know, an, right. a grown man would do. You know, go hey, right. get out, get on out of here. And yeah, exactly. you know, exactly I, I told a guy, I do. yeah, I told one guy one day. He he kept talking to me. And he he wasn't in my way, but he kept talking to me. And it was just distracting the crap out of me. Right. And I'm one of those people who see a squirrel and it sidetracks me, and so. Right. He, um, it's like that Ice Age thing, squirrel. And so he said, um, he he kept talking, talking, talking. And I said, listen, listen, buddy. I said, I, I'm busy. I'd love to sit and chat with you. But if if you stay any longer, I'm going to start charging you rent. And I try to turn it into a, you know, as nice as possible to get rid of them. Because um, you don't want to hurt their feelings because they may be a good customer. Um, or they yeah, may, I mean, that's. One thing you I don't mean to interrupt, but one thing you can do is, is again, be friendly with most of them. Again, if you're dealing with drunks or whatever and you don't want to be friendly, just don't be friendly. Say, hey, bud, you need to move along. Sorry. Um, but if you try to be friendly, tell them, you know, you can use anything and just think of different ways to approach them and say, hey, look, but I don't mean to be rude here, but I have to pay, my boss man pays for, I have to pay for every mistake I make in making a hot dog. So if you don't mind, I can't concentrate. My mind's just terrible anymore. It's all that drinking I did when I was a kid or whatever. You know, when I was in college, mm-hmm. I just can't think anymore. I can't concentrate. Uh, and just you know, whatever you need to do, speak with them a little bit about it. And and usually, again, they'll move along. It's just you, you gotta uh, you try different tactics and get them to do it and get them the heck out of there. But well, I, I I told a there's this. Big old lady that used to come down to the um, tire shop where I was first set up, and she came every day, and she um, she would sit and hang around, and so um, it was it wasn't like I had lines all the time, but it was annoying. So I started sending her on um, tasks to do, and I would say, "Hey, can you run these dogs down here?" Or, "Hey, um, can you go get me a bag of ice?" Well, slowly but surely, she quit showing up. And right. um and and if she showed up, like if she showed up, because I I went I like from there. That, I, you might run it down to the store and get me twelve <laughs> bags of ice and bring it back. Yeah, yeah. 
and anything like Normally that. Normally they'll say, hey, I don't have time. i got to get. I appreciate it. See you later. <laughs> exactly. I like that. I like that exactly. idea. Exactly. I'm going to so have to try can, that one on for size next time. You can, you can be nice and, and, and get rid of them without um you know being rude cuz sometimes those type right. of people are some of your best assets away from you cuz when they're somewhere else they're pestering the piss out of somebody else saying the same stuff but they're talking about right. hey uh, have you had one of them hot dogs down there and um right. and and they got to tell everybody about it so sometimes I that's I'll tell you too it's kind of funny I'm sure you've had this happen to you but we a lot of times we don't talk about it and I don't say don't. We don't talk about it on purpose. We don't bring it up. Cause, but if you bring it up to those there, they say, oh, yeah, I've had that happen a hundred times. But it's kind of funny stuff. I always get people, and I don't understand it. I'm sitting there working the cart, and somebody at least once a day, maybe four or five times a day, say, are them hot dogs any good? I said, I mean, they're asking, they're, and they're dead serious. They're not kidding. They're not picking. How is that lemonade any good? How Are them hot dogs all right? Them pretty good hot dogs? They'll ask you that. And you know what I tell them? They're terrible, disgusting. I don't even know why we're serving them. <laughs> and then I yeah. laugh at them and say, you see how big I am? You know how many hot dogs I eat in a day? They're pretty that's dang kinda, good, lady. That's, that's the truth. It's kind of like the ones that say, boy, I bet you're making bank. And I kind of hate those, but I've learned to to roll with it. And so now, right. you know, if if I get in that situation, I, I would say something like, oh, my gosh, you should see. I'm working on my second Learjet right now. and." Right. And you know, obviously, I'm gonna, if, my, I'm gonna start pulling them with my Ferrari next week. I think, yeah, I'm gonna have to, yeah, you know, yeah. Instead, instead of this 1978 Toyota pickup, I think I'll bring the Ferrari. Uh, yeah, I've got I've, my truck. My Ferrari's in the shop now, getting trailer hitch installed. All my truck with that. It's, it's down at U-Haul getting a trailer hitch installed. installed. <laughs> yeah, that's somebody true. asked, can you buy Hebrew National hot dogs at Sam's Club in the USA? Uh, I don't know where exactly you are, but yes, certain ones have it, certain ones don't. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason, in my opinion, why Sam's or Costco or BJ's carries what they do in certain regions and certain regions not. I'm sure they've got it all figured out. And what hey, they'll, 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 order, they'll order stuff, stuff in for you a lot of times. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah, a lot of times you can go on the Sam's website and and Google and then search their uh, in their search box. Uh, Hebrew National, and then a lot of times say order it or ship to the store or whatever. Uh, so some of that stuff they will bring in for you. Uh, but, yes, Sam's does carry some Hebrew National at certain locations, I think. I know they carry the Nathans, and I know they carry Sabret, and But I know Costco definitely carries Hebrew National because I don't know if you have Costco's in your area, but, um yeah, Costco definitely does carry Hebrew National because I've seen them in our local stores here. So there's some options for you um, with those. Well, I'd, um, you know, the, I put up a blog article about a boy over there in North Carolina that was inside of um, Safe, uh, what is it, Habitat for Humanity. And he was interviewed, and you know he poor mouthed it. You know, I'm barely making a living. It cost me thirty grand to get started, and um, and you get that a lot. I mean, a lot of people will tell tell people, "Hey, I paid you know ten grand for my car," and and then you know I saw Deb a minute ago. She posted um, on on the chat line that she tells them, and that was the least expensive part. And that will discourage some of them. Some of them just are looking for you know free information. Most of them aren't ever going to do it. You could tell them everything, and they right. still wouldn't do it. So yeah, I mean, those are your lazy-minded people. So they're not going to yeah. truly become your competition. So don't look at them as a threat. 
Yeah, I, I don't get too wrapped up on and them being a threat too much, but I'm kind of like the guy uh, at the Habitat. The first thing to ask is, how, if you don't mind me asking, how much does this cart set you back? Or what's well, something like this cost you? Mm-hmm. I give them retail price, whatever that is. If it's $6,000 or $5,000, you know, I'll say it's about $5,000 with shipping. And then I'm like Deb and say, hey, this is the least of the worries. Then you got to deal with all this bureaucracy. That took me forever to get through. Um, but here I am. It's, it's worked out, but it took, I didn't think I'd ever get here type thing. And I just leave it at that. And usually most people don't have the ump to, to go much further than past that. They go, oh, man, I don't have to go through all them hoops. Uh, or whatever, $5,000. Yeah, that includes shipping, though. About $500 in shipping, about 4500 or whatever. You know, you uh, could also you could also tell them, Rob, and I've never tried this, but you could you could tell them, say, listen, yeah, it this, this is an awesome business. I mean, you wouldn't believe the darn money you make. Um, do you want to buy it? I'm right. selling mine. Right. Um, and yep. I'll give you half off, 22000 You can have it. And, um, and and you do that, and pretty soon, you know, they rethink their plan. But I usually just let it roll off my back, you know, it just because most of those people are not in the least serious. Um, you'll be able to tell the serious ones. They'll ask questions that are more than just the plain, how much are you into this? What kind of money do you make? They'll be going, well, where do you get your hot dogs? Those right. are the ones you you may want to say, listen, if you're interested in training, I do offer um, training, and um, and I'll let you spend a day with me on the cart, and I'll answer any questions you have. Um, I take PayPal, or you can just sign that, you know, if you got your card here, I can go ahead and charge it. It's $400. And, right. and <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's something you can do. And, um, right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and don't feel like you have to – uh, I mean, granted, being a nice guy is one thing, and, and, you know, of course, we all try being nice in this business, and we share a lot of information online and so forth. But don't feel like you can't charge somebody that wants to work on your cart for a day. Uh, don't feel like, hey, just have to go so hard, i got to help this guy out or girl out or whatever. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't mind helping people. I do it all the time. I think, Ben, you'll attest to that. I know you do, um, That uh, and we do a lot trying to help vendors. But at the end of the day, we're, we're like everybody else and have a family to feed and everything else. And, and it's, it slows you down when you bring somebody on your cart uh, because you're explaining things, you're spending a lot of time with them. And, and so, you know, you need to get paid for that. And, and you know, I, I try being reasonable. Uh, I don't charge a whole lot, um, and I try making affordable if somebody's serious about the business. Uh, spending, you know, 100 150 bucks or whatever it is that you're going to charge them um, to spend on your car, if somebody is truly serious about this business, that's not much money to them. Uh, if somebody's just jerking your chain uh, as far as what their ability is money-wise to get started, then, yeah, that, that seems like a lot of money to them. But most people, that's a bargain to be able hey. to go in and do that. Let let me go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna play this and then I want to um, talk a little more about that. We've got about ten minutes left in the show and I thank everybody for sticking with us. Have you seen it? LearnHotDogs.com has one-on-one training. You can pick a vendor nearest you and get help and even get hands-on experience on a real cart. Simply click on the link one-on-one training at the top of the blog. Folks, I figured that was a good time as any for that commercial. Um, on LearnHotDogs.com, one-on-one training at the top, if you click on that, you can um, email me, and I'll add it to you. It doesn't cost you a dime, and it's really helping people out. Rob's been using it, and if you 
have been in this business a little while, even just a few months, and have some experience with licensing or commissaries, and you are willing to help someone out, why not get paid for that service? And not that you have to, but why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you add that as something? Because you've you've taken the time to learn it. You've taken the time to actually do it step by step. And there's people out there that are willing to pay. Not that you're robbing them or doing anything wrong, but they're willing to pay you to get some hands-on training. And you may even want to put it on Craigslist. Go, listen, you know, I only do it on Tuesdays, but... Um, you can, you know, it's four hundred dollars. I'll let you shadow me for a day. I'll answer any questions you have, and and go from there. And it may be a way for you to make a little extra money. Um, you probably won't ever get rich off of it, but it would it would you're going to do a double service. You're helping a new vendor, and it's not costing them that much for that information. So I I would look into doing something like that. Um, and adding yourself to our one-on-one -on -one training, and if you're um, even even if it's just to help somebody find a commissary, or you're willing to help a location, those types of things, those people are listed on there, and I thank all those that are already on there. So I like that. Um, I want to give um, Darren a quick shout out. Darren Culbertson, y'all know, has won. I think he's won twice in a row the weekly points thing. Um, I know he was one of them in second place this week. And he just got his cart going. He built his cart from scratch. He he finally opened. I heard he had the news on there. Um, and one of the fellow vendors um, went also and um, was there, I think, on opening day, if I'm not mistaken. And I just want to congratulate him and all those who are getting started. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm happy to have you, and I'm happy to know you. And if if you ever need me, feel free to call me, and I'll I'll do everything I can to help you. Um, while I've got everybody here, if you have questions for me on Facebook, um, I don't. I know I'm on there a lot, but I get bombarded, and I sometimes I miss them in the news feed. They don't show up, or they or I'll get. You know, like today I went over there and I had 140-something notifications, and I couldn't get to them all to know who was asking a question. So don't think I ignored you. It's better if you'll email me at ben at benscarts.com. If you've got a question, I'll be happy to answer it there, and I can still post it on Facebook for you. It's just don't think that I'm ignoring you. Um, Rob, we've um, we've got about six minutes left, and... Um, where would you like to um, – was there anything you'd like to talk about before we go? Did you have a place that would be a handy place for them to buy the um, lemon press? Uh, yeah, you can – if they want to know exactly which lemon press it is, you can go uh, on eBay or even online um, and look up Maxim, M-A-X-A-M, heavy-duty squeezer, uh, something of that nature, and it will usually come up. Um, like I said, you can find them. I found them on eBay recently. For about eighty bucks, uh, seventy-five, eighty dollars, including shipping. That's the one I have. Uh, pretty heavy duty. They make different models and stuff. You can kind of look around. The thing to keep in mind: some of them look heavy duty. They may not be. Look at the weight of them. Um, you know, when you get something that's twelve, fifteen, sixteen pounds, that's usually pretty, pretty heavy duty. Uh, the other thing you want to look at: I found some of the squeezers that look heavy duty, and they are heavy duty. The problem is the section that you put the cup underneath. Um, to get the juice in, it's not tall enough for, like I say, a 32-ounce cup. 
um, and I use a 32-ounce cup, and I, I saw a sleeve that I liked, the price was right, and I thought it looked a little squatty, it looked a little short. So I emailed the guy, and I said, hey, the distance between the table and the bottom of the where the juice comes out, what is that? He told me, and it just was not, it was just too short. So do a little check-in before you just delve off and buy something. Um, but, yeah, that Maxim squeezer, and you can usually find them on eBay, I think, uh, Webstaurant, maybe a few other places have them, but it's the Maxim uh, heavy-duty chrome, I think they call it, uh, squeezer, and that's the one that I currently use. The handle, they make a couple different versions. The handle is centered, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. One squeezer that's similar, I think it's even made by Maxim, um, has the handle off to the right-hand side. My squeezer fits in, right in the center uh, of the squeezer, so um, that's what I currently have. And if y'all buy one of these and you get started and you, and, and you like it and you find one that you really like or you find a good deal, um, post it up on the forum or post it over on one of the Facebook pages and or all the Facebook pages you're on and share it with everybody because it yeah. definitely isn't going to hurt us. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you find something else or you try something, you know, again, share the knowledge. You know, tell us what your experiences are. Uh, with a different model if you found something or if you like if you bought the one I have and you didn't like it tell us that too just say hey I didn't really like that one because of this or whatever I mean you know uh, just because I do it don't mean you know it's not medicine you ain't got to take it it's uh, just <laughs> what I do and, and you may or may not like it yourself and if you don't definitely share that so you know people can get more than one perspective and, and so forth you know I may try something a different squeezer and like it totally better than the one I got but the one I got I'm satisfied with I'll say that well, I want to give a, um, a a big thanks to Sandy over at um, Facebook, you know, forward slash Ben's Carts for all her help and commenting and um, and liking other people's posts. Um, I love all the activity and I appreciate her involvement. Um, or Sandy, I appreciate you. Um, that sounds better than the third party statement I said. I also want to bring up David Delato, um, was one of our past winners. And hopefully he got all his stuff. Um, I know that there was a, a mix-up on my end at one point. But, um, David, I wanted to mention that I posted tonight right before the show um, a newspaper article that was sent to me um, where you were in the news today, I guess it was. And I posted the link to it. And you all can see David. He's a star. And um, and I hope I hope I have that right. And it is the same David. But... I mean, how many David Delatos can there be? So um, I'm I'm happy for you, David, and I'm proud of you, and I, I wish you all the best. I hope you just rock it. Okay, um, let's see where are we at. Where are we at? Oh, Deb, I am so sorry I didn't mention the Amazon store. If you want to help and you're going to be buying stuff anyway, why not buy it over at the Mobile Food Vendor Association Amazon store? You get it through Amazon. They guarantee delivery. And you can, um, in fact, if you sign up for Amazon's whatever it's called, um, you get free delivery all year long. Um, so you don't even pay for shipping. So check out Mobile Food Vendor. And if you need that, you can um, email Deb. Um, um, she'll have to post it up on the chat line or put it over at the dog park. But email Deb and um, and get the link to that. And I am sure they would you know appreciate your support. You're not going to pay any more for the stuff, but you'll be helping the group as a whole. Um, 
What else, Rob? You still drinking lemonade? Uh, no, but I will mention one more add-on. Um, cotton candy. That's another thing. Oh, huge, I've done huge that. Margin, huge margin. Huge <laughs> uh, margin. It's perceived value. They're used to paying big dollars for it anyway because uh, of being mostly at you know festivals and ball games and stuff like that. So they're used to paying fairly premium prices for that type stuff. Um, so again, you can you know uh, even even if you want to go the the inexpensive route, you can buy the buckets of um, the um, uh, stuff at uh, Sam's. My local Sam's carries it in like two point five ounce buckets. It's I think sixty nine cent a, a bucket. Two fifty, pretty easy for a bucket of, of nice. Uh, stuff and then there's companies online that sells it pre-packaged, so forth. But that's another item that's a huge, uh, good add-on uh, that I know is going to work well. I haven't done it personally, so I can't speak from experience. I know you. No, have I, been. I have done it, and and it does. It, there's a huge profit in it. There there are a few drawbacks. You know, the, with the sun, it can the melt. It's a sugar. Yeah, um, you got to be careful but, of the heat and stuff. But as long as you're rotating it out, you'll be fine, and you can try it. There's some that. Um, have a better quality than others, even though it's all sugar. Um, we only have, Rob, about 30 seconds. I, I do want to sure. thank everybody for coming to the show. I want to thank Rob again for joining us. Um, he's I, I wouldn't do it without him, and I, I appreciate his help and support with the show. Um, for y'all that don't know, Rob's listed on the one-on-one training section at learnhotdogs.com. We have 10 seconds. So I want to thank everybody for joining us. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. Y'all have a wonderful night. Thanks, guys. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio.